today on the Jesuit Ranger Experience. I give my reactions from the Super Bowl, and we sit down with St. Mark's students Ian and Blake to discuss our similarities and brotherhood and the all-boys experiences in both of our schools. This and more all on the Jesuit Ranger Experience podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you to everyone who is listening. My name is Julian, and this is the 26th episode of the Jesuit Ranger Experience, our new podcast as a part of the Jesuit Roundup. Today is February 9th, 2021 here at 12345 Inwood Road. And last week, or I guess on Sunday, uh, two days ago, the Super Bowl was played and it was a thrashing victory for the Buccaneers they won 31 to 9 against the Chiefs a very shocking scoreline that no one expected um but I mean the problems for the Kansas City Chiefs that started with the offensive line and that's actually something that I pointed out on uh, my predictions I told I noted that they had an that the Chiefs had an offensive line that um you know was injured and it was kind of with it was kind of on on, on pairing with the Cowboys' offensive line uh, in terms of, you know, easy def- easy offensive lines to just run over. And, um, you know, I, th- I, I knew that was going to come, and I still said that the Chiefs were going to win because I thought Patrick Mahomes could have enough uh, in him to carry the Chiefs to victory as, as he had done throughout the playoffs in the season. But, you know, that defensive line with Tampa Bay, I kind of noticed that, you know they had they have a lot a lot of threats on the D line. You know Devin White, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Nadama Kungsa, um, Levante David. They they absolutely just ran through the defense or through the offensive line of the Chiefs. And as you saw, Patrick Mahomes pretty much every play had to run like twenty or thirty yards behind the line of scrimmage just to get the ball off. And most of the time, you know, they couldn't. He couldn't find anyone. But the way that he was able to maneuver and not get as many sacks as he did it was very impressive. You could tell that's a very good quarterback. I don't blame any on the Chiefs' loss on the Patrick Mahomes, and I don't blame it on the refs. I saw a lot of people blaming on the refs for a lot of easy calls. And although there were some questionable calls, I don't think the refs are to blame. I mean, the Kansas City offense was just—it was just not good. Um, they didn't even score a touchdown, which is unheard of for Kansas City with Tyreek Hill with, you know, they had Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, and they couldn't get a single touchdown. You know, that's just something that, that's just something that the, the Chiefs in the end deserve to lose. And as for the Buccaneers, it was a great game for Gronk. He still has it in him, you know, coming back from retirement, catching two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Um, of course, Tom Brady, I mean, what else can we say? Like, I think he certified himself as the greatest player in NFL history. I don't think there's been a man that has dominated a sport like he has. That's seven Super Bowls more than any other franchise. Um, and I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this is just another great team um, winning the Super Bowl. It reminds me of that 2003 team of Tampa Bay that won the Super Bowl. They had players such as Rondé Barber, um, you know, uh, I believe, who else did they have? 
they had really notable players, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. I just know that, that was a team full of, you know, old veterans that wanted to win. And it's kind of the same here. You have Antonio Brown, you have Rob Gronkowski, all, uh, you know, have played a lot in the league. And, you know, they all came together. Jason Pierre-Paul as well, he's been with the Giants for a while, and he came to Tampa Bay. A lot of notable faces uh, on the Buccaneers, and they all came together. They It was a team effort and they were able to win. But overall, it was a great game to watch. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, Tampa Bay played some terrific, played terrifically. Um, It it was, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, You know, congrats to Tampa Bay, now uh, officially renamed as Champa Bay because they won the Stanley Cup, and they went to the, they went to the World Series, but they lost, but still. I mean, that city has had so much success. And now that they have they have the Raptors, the Raptors are playing there now because of COVID restrictions in Canada. So it's been it's been one great year for Tampa. But enough about sports. Uh, let's head to our conversation with um, some St. Mark students to talk about the similarities between our two schools. For our main segment today, we are pleased to be joined with two students from St. Mark's. We have here Ian and Blake, uh, and we're going to have a chat about you know the similarity between our schools and uh our relationship uh between the two schools so Blake and Ian thank you guys once again for joining us today well thanks for having us yeah thanks for having us it's uh good to be here and we're excited to have a fruitful conversation yeah this this is actually going to be our second conversation because we actually had them earlier in the semester but the audio file unfortunately uh corrupted and so we had to bring them back, but it's always good to have a repeat guest on the show today. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys once again for t- doing a, I guess, take two, if you will, with us. And uh, let's get into the uh, conversation. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got to St. Mark's and why did you guys end up choosing St. Mark's to attend? Um, yeah, so this is Ian talking. I came here in first grade. Um, so I've been here sort of since the beginning. I've been here for 12 years. Um, and I don't, it was 12 years ago, 13 years ago. So I'm not totally sure about the reasoning behind it. Um, but I do know that I'm happy I made the choice cause I really do love being here. Um, it's kind of, it's really shaped me into who I am and it's given me a lot of the opportunities that I have. I wouldn't have had it without St. Mark's. I don't see them around in many other places. And I think that's, that's one of the really unique things about schools like St. Mark's and Jesuit is that they. They give us opportunities for us to sort of discover a little bit more about ourselves, find find what we're good at, find our niche. Yeah, so this is Blake speaking. I came in fifth grade um, after going to a Highland Park Elementary School. Again, not sure how my parents chose to send me here, but I'm very grateful for it because I've loved my experience here, growing with my class. Um, something that's cool about being at a, a school that has more than just the four grades of the upper school is you develop like when you're still like a pre-teenager and, and, and kind of still like a chump. So you get to kind of grow into men and see your, your classmates develop along with you. Um, and definitely St. Mark's has a culture um, that defines your experience here. We, uh, we talk a lot about brotherhood and I think that's gonna be one of the points of conversation today uh, as both St. Mark's and Jesuit are all boys. Um, so I'm excited to hear y'all's perspective and your, your culture at your school. Definitely, definitely brotherhood, of course. Um, our motto is meant for others, so we have kind of brotherhood ingrained in 
our teaching in our four years here. And, uh, you know, St. Mark's and Jesuit, as you said, we share a lot of similarities being all boys school, being predominantly Christian. Um, and uh, also you having, of course, that message of brotherhood as, you know, you're taught to, you know, make kind of make friends and uh, as well serve the community and experience life with your brothers. And I think that's a very important um, lesson to, you know, to instill in the schools. And so I really do uh, enjoy that both of our schools kind of pride themselves in that message. And so um, as we we're talking about St. Mark's, a lot of people uh, want to know, how did you guys come back from, of course, we had the tornado, I believe it was like a year and a half ago now, it's been so long, but how have you guys been able to come back from, you know, such a tragedy like that? Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was definitely very tough to see our school in such a state. Um, but I don't know, something that St. Mark's is, has taught us is to bounce back when we're when we're knocked down. Um, so like, even that night and the following morning, like, I would say a good portion of the student body was just in the neighborhood ready to pick up all the broken pieces, um, both at the school and uh, the surrounding houses. Um, so we uh, we were remote. <laughs> it was funny. We were, we were distance learning. Really, just we were out of school for the, that two weeks after the tornado just because we didn't really have a constructed school to go to at the time. Um, but thankfully, the tornado only took out our gym and a lot of trees. So. Um, it didn't take too much to get back to, to being on campus, but we've definitely felt those gaps. Um, it's our campus. Like if you were to look at it like two years ago, I think it would look very different. Um, a lot of our <laughs> trees are gone. I think the number was like 270 or something like that. And um, the gym was such a hallmark of our athletics. And especially when we have a team like we do today um, <laughs> that we haven't had in, in a long time. Um, it was, it was tough to see such a, uh, an iconic part of our campus um kind of taken away and gutted um but we've transitioned to our other gym that's um about as nice um and it's just a little uh smaller and uh doesn't provide as many students but it's fun and this year we haven't really gotten a ton of opportunities to go and watch those games but i'm sure future years will and there's beginning they're beginning reconstruction on that gym yeah, it's, it's very inspiring to see how you guys dealt with, you know, the damage of the tornado. And luckily, you guys were only out for two weeks. You guys kind of already had the head start in distant learning that we were all going to eventually, you know, have to adapt into our lives. And so I think, you know, did that experience of being in the tornado and kind of like trying to make something out of a good situation, did that mentality and that mindset help during the pandemic, of course, with I guess, the introduction of online learning? I think, yeah, it for sure did. It kind of, that year, kind of the theme kind of felt like it was resilience. And we were juniors, so we had a senior class that, that we were fortunate enough that they were really, they were really strong-willed and they, they, never, let, they let, never let the foot off the pedal on the enthusiasm and the spirit of the school. Um, it could have been really easy for them to, you know, like scaw out or forget about St. Mark's because they were basically all done with it, but they made sure to really stay in touch with us and to really continue that spirit of St. Mark's brotherhood and community. Um, and yeah, again, it just goes kind of back to resilience. It did, it did, I'm not going to say it made it easier to go online, um, but we kind of went back to the tornado and thought of, we've already faced this kind of hardship before, or what we thought would have been sort of temporary. Um, we can get over this hump as well. And I think that's kind of just 
been the attitude we've gone at it even up till now that it's hard and there's been loss and there's been a lot of changes in the year but it's nothing that we can't overcome if if we just keep our spirits up as much as we can and i think that lesson of resilience is a very important lesson to learn especially at like a young age like ours you know it would be very helpful uh as we progress in life because there's going to be road bumps there's going to be obstacles in life that you know are going to be inconvenient but you know having that mentality you guys already showing that mentality with the tornado now the pandemic you guys are not used to these situations and your guys are better able to respond to them and um let's uh switch back to kind of the relationship between saint marks and jesuit uh could you guys elaborate on what your perception of jesuit was or is and uh uh, can you elaborate on like your experiences with Jesuit or the school's connection uh, with Jesuit? Yeah, so I think there's not a ton of points of contact between our schools, um, but the places where I have been able to interact with Jesuit guys have really been positive for me, um, mostly through community service and through sports. Um, I've done a couple different opportunities with Jesuit guys, and it's really cool to see the the mentality y'all have just being a servant leader. Um, I think that's something your school really does a great job at. Um, and it's not, it's not like checking off the hours. It's, it's actually like giving back to your community. Um, I think that's sometimes tough for kids our age. Um, and then through sports again, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I do, I do rowing. So I really only interact with the Jesuit rowing team. So all those guys are really positive. And I gotten to know a couple of them, like Michael Curry, he's a beast. Um, and uh, he's just one of the examples of guys that, that prides themselves on their athleticism, but also just being a good guy. Yeah, he's headed to Dartmouth, actually. So he's, you know, he's 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 big. He's the real deal in rowing. And uh, I kind of have to echo what you guys said. Uh, you know, although our schools are actually close proximity, you guys are like, uh, I believe, like Preston and uh, Forest, Preston or Royal. You guys are around that area. And then. Us at the Inwood and Forest area, we're kind of close, but you know, it's kind of disappointing that we don't have as many interactions or as many like events uh, that we have together. But you know, it's good conversations like these that can help build that relationship. And you know, ultimately, St. Mark's and Jesuit, there's no reason why they shouldn't be, you know, two schools that basically preach the same message, have kind of the same students, kind of. Um, pertain to the same group of people so i don't see why uh jesuit and saint mark's are going to have a kind of like a distant relationship in the future i'll see i can see them uh definitely uh, having a better relationship uh as you know as the future progresses and so you know we kind of talked about how jesuit and saint mark's are uh similar but could you guys elaborate on what you think makes saint mark's uh unique yeah, um, <clears throat> for me, and I've been here for 12 years, so I don't know much else other than St. Mark's, but one of the things that I find really unique about St. Mark's is sort of because we're small in terms of our cost size, I know everybody in my grade, I know everybody in the three grades below me, um, and that allows a really, it allows intermingling between the upper school. So when you talk about community, it's not community within the class of 2021. It, it, it truly is like the entire St. Mark's community because we get to mingle with the other upper schoolers. We have all sorts of activities, the middle and lower schoolers as well. Um, 
and it makes our whole school feel like one kind of organism, one giant organism where everything is connected. Um, and I think that's something it's hard to find at schools that are a lot bigger than us. Um, and then obviously there's so many opportunities here, um, that I find unique that I love, um, from like the arts programs and really niche, niche opportunities like, like woodworking and building an outdoor sculpture or the photography trips where they get to go to places all over the world and, and shoot, um, photos, which, which I think has been incredible to, um, the sports teams and the things that we get to do as athletes and just all the extracurriculars that, that we're allowed to do. And we're allowed to create our own if we want, if we find something that we don't see here. Yeah. I hit on pretty much all the points. And I, I just wanted to add that like having the lower school, like grades one through four, like these are like six through like eight year olds. And we get to be paired up as a senior with, um, mm-hmm. a first, second or third grader. And they're our little buddy. Um, and we do a lot of different events throughout the year. Uh, namely one of them is carrying them on our shoulders during the Christmas ceremony um that's one of our biggest traditions um that that i think tradition of brotherhood and carrying the marksman that will come after us is i think one thing that really makes saint mark's stand out for me um just because i've had so many role models in my life like as a fifth grader i would always look up to these seniors in the blue shirts um and then to be able to give back and and be that role model for my little buddy and other middle schoolers and, and lower schoolers and even like freshmen or sophomores. That's, I think, one of the really cool experiences at St. Mark's. Yeah, I remember having that same kind of experience back in my middle school. You know, my middle school was only K through eighth, so we would be buddies to the kindergartners. And I think, you know, even if you guys are, you guys are, uh, you know, seniors, it's still, still great to have that connection with the younger generation and, um, you know, of course, staying at the same school for 12 years must be, you know, must be easy because you don't have to transfer between, you know, elementary, middle school, middle school to high school. And you guys kind of stay with the same community throughout those 12 years. And so I think that's a very unique uh, aspect uh, of y'all's school and one that sounds very interesting to me. I would have I would have always wondered how it would be like to be in the same school for uh, 12 years. Yeah, and so. I- Actually, could I could I flip that question and, and ask you all what I'm I'm actually I'm curious like what 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 do you think makes Jesuit stand out what do you, what do you think makes Jesuit unique to you all? Uh, for me, I think base I think um, if I had to say something, you know, I think it'd be our service component and our religious component because I believe not a lot of like Catholic or Christian schools focus a lot on religion on service on theology. I think our concentration on all of that is something that's very unique. Like we have a very extensive service program that even with the coronavirus pandemic has been able to kind of sustain itself. Uh, You know, we get to travel all around Dallas uh, helping others. Like currently as my senior, um, as my senior kind of uh, place to do service, I do, uh, I help, I help a, a legal residence. Uh, with their applications to become uh, natural to become citizens and that's a very it's been a very very amazing experience for me because I kind of see firsthand how the immigration process goes and that kind of leads me to um, think and have kind of a change of heart about what I think about the immigration service and I think those experiences that Jesuit provides through the service through the religious through the uh, theology programs is something that I don't think any other school can beat. Yeah, um, that's awesome, and I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, 
that provides you with those opportunities. And I definitely get that that vibe. I mentioned it earlier, but it it does seem like your entire student body is really passionate about giving back. Definitely, yeah. And then back right back at you with your with the kind of community aspect, the brotherhood aspect. Um, and so, kind of uh, as we end uh, our discussion to get today, could you guys elaborate? You know, guy, you guys. Um, sorry, you guys kind of explained how uh, how you think your school is unique. So, how could how uh, does a day in the life of a St. Mark student uh, look like? What What is your typical day at St. Mark's looks like? Look like? Um, I think it varies student to student, but we just had a new change in our schedule which was sort of a, a big deal for us. We transferred to sort of a block kind of schedule. But on the for a daily student, you we start at 8.30 and we just have a day of school, um, which ends at around 3.30. Um, and then from there is when it really varies, which I think is part of the beauty in St. Mark's, that a lot of kids go into sports, which we have seasonal sports like most of the other schools. But then one of the cool things is that it's not just sports that takes over the afternoon of a kid at St. Mark's. You have kids who – Right after school, we'll go to the science building and do robotics. We have a senior who's currently building on his, his own sailboat, like a full-fledged 18-foot sailboat by himself from scratch um, by designing it. And he's working in the makerspace at St. Mark's. So that's what he does after school. Um, and you have kids doing rocketry. You have kids doing math team. You have kids doing whatever really they want to do. Um, and that's kind of what I think is the beauty of St. Mark's. We Blake has talked about this in some other places, and I've talked about it, that everybody can kind of nerd out whatever they want. But that's a good thing. It's encouraged. Um, nobody's going to give you anything for, for being a nerd about what you love because everybody understands that doing what you love is what makes, what makes everything better. What makes how your experience at St. Mark's better, which makes you a better person. And that's kind of what it's like at St. Mark's not again, that's the daily, daily life as well, but that's kind of what like the whole vibe is here for a year and for being here for so long. Yeah, well, that sounds. I think a judge would kind of echoes the same thing. You can pretty much do whatever you want. You can start a club if you want. You can basically do whatever um, a Jesuit, and um, they'll give you the resources to do so. And um, you know, as we end our conversation here, you know, I hope we have more interactions with each other because all I've been hearing from these conversations is you know things that are similar. You know, our brotherhood um kind of the same extracurriculars the academic aspect the location even even the sports sometimes our teams face each other and uh you know thank you guys once again for joining us today and i hope that we can have more interactions with you with you guys um you know as the year progresses uh, as you know the future progresses hopefully jesuit and saint marks have a more rewarding and more kind of a more active relationship yeah, of course. And thank you again for setting this podcast up a second time. I'm, I'm really glad, like, even though the first time uh, the, the, the audio was archived, um, I'm glad that it's something important to y'all that you, you're willing to have it again. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for taking time out. For yeah. Us. Yeah. If we were going to have anyone the second time for the first time, it would be you guys. You guys are you guys are awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, Julian. Thanks, thank Enrique, for, for organizing this. No problem. No problem. You guys enjoy you guys enjoy the rest of the day. All right. You too. Talk to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you once again, listeners, for making it to the end of this podcast. If you like what you heard, you can check out the Jesuit Ranger Experience podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor FM, or wherever you get your podcasts.
We upload episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays, so make sure to check back often for new episodes. We hope to see you next time.